Hello and welcome. Um, the first question that I'd like to ask you is how you first got involved in immunology. Well, uh, I was um, studying medicine and uh, during the uh, education I encountered uh, a person who was uh, about to become my future mentor who convinced me that immunology was uh, the field of research that was the most exciting in the future. Uh, so I I joined his group, uh, which was, uh, he has just set return from the US from a postdoc and was about to start a new research group in here in Sweden. And uh, I joined his group and I, which I never had regret actually. So I, I well, that was a great start actually to my research career. All right, great. Can you tell us about the research that you're most proud of? Well, I, I, that's a quite a difficult question because I've done so many different things, but uh, um, I'm still quite proud of what we did during my uh, PhD studies where we um, went into the field of tumor immunology, um, somewhat before it had become really, uh, well, I, can I say popular? Uh, uh, we uh, looked for tumor reactive lymphocytes in uh, tumor draining lymph nodes from patients with solid tumors and also um, um, uh, continued this uh, finding with actually uh, a pilot study of adoptive T cell therapy here in Sweden, uh, which um, um, uh, which was uh, quite early actually. and. Uh, I remember that most of the oncologists were quite skeptic about that immunology would actually play a role in um, treating cancer at the time. So, so and well, uh, time has proven them wrong. So, and so I'm, that's I'm quite proud of actually. What's the most important trait that a researcher should possess, and why? Well. Um, I think um, an ability to believe in his or hers own ideas, I think it's very important because it's so there are there are so many things that you can you can uh, you can make you doubt your own uh, idea and that is going to fly, that is going to work. And in order to actually um, come through and do the well my my supervisor always said when i i i insisted that i should read a few more papers before i actually did something he said you should do your the experiment yourself and before you have done the experiment you cannot really say irrespective of how many papers you read you need to to get your feet wet and and um and uh, try actually so i think uh, an ability a certain amount of self confidence i think it's it's very important to succeed in the long term, I think. Adding on to that, what's the biggest lesson that you learned? Well, um, that's um, uh, that's also a difficult question. I, I think that uh, choosing the people that you cooperate with is very, very important. I mean, 
when you have get it, got involved in different projects, you realize by time that the ones that you that really work long time, it's not of, not always those that are the best based on the best ideas, but rather the those that are based on the best people that you like, that you really can cooperate with and that you um, that the I mean, research today is very much a, a team effort and that you have a great team around surrounding you makes and that takes out the best of all the people involved. I think that's uh, that's crucial. What advice would you give to young researchers just starting out? Well, I think that's um, that's um, has, it connects with what I said previously and also my own experience that what really made me get um, um, become a researcher and uh, also stay in this field um, uh, was that I found a mentor and a supervisor that I really um, made things that made the subject interesting and exciting and that choosing your supervisor or choosing your group that's quite crucial I think um, and that not that's and that not mainly the, the subject but perhaps even more important the person and that is a person with sound values and a person that you work with that you uh, actually work with on the personal level I think that's very important can you describe your average work day if there is such a thing well <laughs> my my work day is somewhat changing uh, and um, and and very different I uh, I recently um, become uh, the clinical immunology at Karolinska is a clinic that is um, both um, it's clinical immunology and transfusion medicine that are are combined and I recently become appointed head of the clinical immunology part of that that division so um, the recent month, my my work days have been very much um, um, meetings, meeting different people and so on. So uh, and perhaps a little less of the research part that I usually enjoy, uh, so to say. Um, and uh, apart from that, I I commute about one hour every every day back and forth from from Stockholm. Um, so I start my day by having a cup of coffee and listening to some podcast or something like that in my car. Um, and then um, um, the workday begins, um, which, as I said, today mostly consists of meetings. Um, but um, I try to have some time looking at, um, at recent papers or something like that um, every day. And um, then I commute home, back home to my family, uh, and um, uh, and spend the evening with them. Sounds like a good day. We're going to uh, switch to the personal now. Um, who do you most admire, and why? Well, two persons actually, and I will first my wife which is an extraordinary person, uh, which is uh, uh, great support, uh, both on the personal level and also encourage me professionally. 
and uh, is a great uh, both partner friend and a mother to our daughter. Um, and I, I, I would also, if I may choose two persons, I may also uh, mention my supervisor, which um, or previous supervisor who um, who is uh, a very inspiring person with a very positive attitude and also making most projects appear exciting and novel. So I'd like to those two pers persons. Great, great. What motivates you to work hard? Well, I think I'm a person that um, 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 like finishing things. I'm, I'm well. Well, it's nice starting new things, but it's even more uh, satisfying to actually bring a project over the finish line. And um, since research and most clinical work as well is quite complex matter, you need to put in some effort in order to bring anything across the finish line ever, uh, actually. And I think that's a quite a good motivator to to know that you have actually been able to put something from get something from start to finish. Do you have a favorite time management tool to help you? Well, I would like to say yes, uh, which I I think I'm in dire need of any time management tool at the moment. Um, I, I mostly mostly use post-its at the moment, but I think they have their limits. So any tips are very welcome. OK, um, a favorite vacation spot. Do you have one? Well, um, me and my wife um, recently bought a cottage on an island in the Baltic Sea uh, in Åland. Uh, that's an A with a circle about it, Åland. Um, uh, and uh, uh, there we have spent the last two summers. So that's a very favorite spot of mine. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite beverage or drink? Well, that one's actually easy. It's coffee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about hobbies? What do you like to do when you're not working? Well, I uh, mainly like to spend time with my family, my wife and daughter, and uh, preferably outdoors. Um, when we are at our cottage, we like to go canoeing or walking in the woods and so on. That's what I preferably do. And if I get time, I like to read um, uh, fiction um, uh, uh, as well. Uh, but the, the time actually is, is, is a bit lacking at the moment. Of course, of course. We're going to switch gears again and talk about focus. How yeah. did you first get involved with focus? Well, I um, uh, that was also again through my um, previous supervisor, who uh, was also the previous FOSIS director for Karolinska, who uh, convinced me to go to a FOSIS meeting in 2009. Um, before that, I didn't really know of FOSIS, FOCUS. Uh, and um, I think it was a great, great experience. It was a great meeting. I went as a trainee um, and uh, it was very, very inspiring meeting new people and uh, hearing what other people were doing at the moment and uh, uh, seeing all this human immunology that that um, that I really uh, lacked a bit, actually. But, I mean, in I mean, it's, it's, it's a bit different now, but uh, I think 
when I was a PhD student, either there was very complex basic immunology or it was uh, uh, clinical immunology, which, which, was, which was mostly quite basic. Uh, so, so you had these these mouse immunologists with their with their complex models and elegant stuff, and then you had the clinic clinical immunology. And uh, I think this this meeting proved that this it was actually able possible to combine the two. So it was very inspiring. How has focus changed your world? Well, as I mentioned on the previous question, that that also seeing this, uh, meeting the new people and seeing what other people are doing uh, and what actually is possible, that I think that's uh, um, that has been very very interesting. And uh, I think it is, uh, and um, I think that meeting people doing or that are interested in the same thing at, on other places is a great great. Uh, way to get new ideas and new friends as well. So if a colleague asked you why they should join Focus, what would you tell them? I would tell them just that, that they should, uh, that sh and also that try to convince them that they could sh should go to the Focus meeting. Um, I mean, often this co in Sweden, it coincides with the midsummer holiday, which is quite popular around here, but I think that it's worthwhile to go overseas to attend the conference um, uh, instead. Uh, so I'll try to convince them that it's a good idea. Okay. We're going to talk a little bit now about your FCE. Can you tell us about the research that you're doing? Well, um, my main fo focus on the recent years has been uh, immunodeficiency diagnostics. Um, we have a collaboration with um, different clinics in the on at the Karolinska Hospital and Science for Life Laboratory in in Stockholm, uh, who do whole genome sequencing. So we have started to um, uh, investigate immunodeficiency patients uh, with whole genome sequencing, and it's developed over the last five years or so, uh, uh, and. Uh, um, during this period, we also have started with the uh, skid screening in the neonatal screening program in Sweden. Uh, and this has been a very, um, it has been a phase of building a new um, 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 area in the clinical, in the clinic actually, that are, that we didn't do before. Uh, so it's been very, very rewarding. And now I think it's time that we can intensify this nation, national collaboration and also uh, start um, improve the diagnostics uh, even more. So I think this has been a, a, a very interesting journey. And we are, we are of course, uh, in within FOSIS interested to connect with other labs that are doing similar things for immunodeficiency patients in order to learn more and, and uh, uh, exchange data and so on. Do you have a vision or a dream goal for your FCE, something that you would like to achieve as an end goal? Well, I think that um, clinically immunology in Sweden can uh, benefit from more uh, international contacts. And I think that um, there are 
uh, areas uh, within clinical immunology that are that could that definitely could uh, uh, that we could use um, um, phosis as a means of developing them um, and improving the diagnostics that we offer to to the hospital um, uh, um, and I think that within uh, Karolinska, I think there is the awareness of phosis is uh, needs to be um, higher. Uh, so, and I will try to work for that during my uh, FCE uh, when I'm an FCE director. That um, the phosis is a uh, is something that you think of, and that the um, and something that um, uh, that people want to be a part of. Um, and uh, I think that um, this um, um, trainee opportunity that is offered every year is is a great opportunity for um, PhD students in immunology to get involved in international um, um, in, an, in an international setting. What do you find are your biggest challenges to achieving these goals? Well. Um, of course, in immunology, I think there are there are many collaborations and then many organizations. And um, I think uh, advertising phosis with uh, uh, is can be a challenge. Um, uh, uh, and on a personal level, uh, I think that the time management um, uh, is is my my biggest challenge. Okay. Um, why did you apply to be an FCE? Yeah, do you mean why why we at Karolinska apply to be an FCE? Correct. Or, yes. Correct. Um, well, um, I think that's quite a, before my time, actually. So I'm not really aware of the whys between behind the application and so on, but. Um, I think in hindsight, I think it was a great idea. And I think it's, um, I know that we have had collaborations within with international FCEs, uh, which has been very fruitful and um, resulted in um, new uh, analysis in the clinical laboratory. Uh, so, and I think uh, there are great opportunities lying ahead of us, uh, which has such collaborations. Those are all the questions I had. Did you have anything else that you'd like to add as far as something that I didn't ask you? Well, no, I don't think so. I think I'm I'm quite satisfied with okay. what has been said so far. Very good. Very good. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Meritz, for being with us today. And um, my pleasure. And I will stop recording now. Thank you.